was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome, Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And on this episode, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. This is for all creators, small business owners, entrepreneurs, for those who are like, yo, should I use my own money? Should I use business credit? Yo, what should I do? Oh, we 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 get into weeds of things. Normally we don't, but I'm in a different phase of my life that I had to call somebody and be like, yo, I need mm. your help. Uh, and then she's like, okay, I got you. And then I, I looked her up even more. Uh, she has a whole YouTube origin story. I, there's a lot to talk about. Moose, who are we talking about? Man, we're talking about the one and only Terry Kowser. Listen, get your notebooks, get your pen, pad, all that great stuff. Let's get into this intro. Two kids from Queens, cut from a different cloth. Now, joining forces, helping you to elevate your personal brand. Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose, bringing you a never-before-seen perspective into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force, but more importantly, the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most. And of course, you already know this episode is powered by Ecamm Live, the number one all-in-one streaming platform that allows you to do audio isolation, video isolation, stream on all platforms that you want to be on, pretty much have a complete produced show with a click of a button. Please, please, please go to www nickyandmoose.com slash ecam e-c-a-m-m for your 14-day free trial. Now let's get into this interview. The one and only. The one and only. There she Terry. is. What's up, lady? Hello, hello. How are you? I'm super excited to be here. Uh, listen, we are excited to have you. Me personally, because like I said, it's kind of a little selfish because I was like, you know what? I told Terry I need I need help. I was like, yo, I got to get with you. She's like, anytime. And so I was like, well, let's do this on the podcast, kind of, sort of. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I, love it. I, I was mm -hmm. like, I don't want to help me. I want to help others as well. Right? right. So uh, Moose, of course, start this off. Man, kick us off and just give us a little backstory on who is Terry? How much time do we have? Like, no, I'm playing. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> look, all right, that's that high eye. But, I mean, honestly, you know, single mother of three, obviously, you know, self-employed entrepreneur now. I can say YouTuber now. But it really just started with me, you know, wanting to do better for my son. You know, purchasing my very first house at the age of 21 while only making $14 an hour. And that's coming from foster care, group homes, um, you know, just really having a really uh, being a teen mom at 17. And then I just kind of learned that looking good on paper can change your whole life, can change your whole life. Um, ended up working at TransUnion, one of the three national credit bureaus, only by the grace of God. Right. Like that is just just was like a fluke. And then lost everything, <laughs> went back to corporate America where it was safe and then got introduced to uh, Eric Thomas, 2015 network marketing mentors. And the rest is like history. Launched my business in 2017. And then now it's just it's a wealth building ministry. It's really about, uh, like when I tell you, it's really about education and empowerment because they don't teach it in school. They don't teach it in college. And so many of us are building things now, but we don't know how to leverage it. We don't know how to grow it. We don't know how to make a legacy and, and leave an inheritance. No more fish fries when somebody dies. No more GoFundMe's. Like let's start having, you no know, real estate inheritance and life insurance. So there you mm. go. Sheesh. <laughs> that, I was talking that was heavy early. Talking heavy early. early. Look, uh, it, it wouldn't be me if we wouldn't talk about the brand side first, the content side first. So uh, what, what really amazes me about you is that you literally work with what you have, right? So your YouTube journey, like people, she a, she a low-key YouTube influencer by just using her phone. Right. So we've spoken wow. so many times about 
you know, use what you have. You don't necessarily need the fancy cameras and lights. And she is a living proof of it. So I would love for you to kind of just talk out your YouTube journey. Uh, I saw a video of you literally saying, yo, make 5K to 10K a month passively on YouTube. Like, I, let, let's let's talk about these possibilities, what you did. I pay attention, ma'am. I pay attention. You mm-hmm. feel me? Yeah, let me? Let me tell you something. I had no idea. Real talk. Like, the, I had no idea. Right now, and mind you, I'm a YouTuber, but I'm only a part-time YouTuber. I only post new, new videos two times a week. And my YouTube is five to 10,000 per month. Right now. Like right now, it's five to 10,000 per month. And I only post twice a week. Now, new videos. I do have shorts and all those things. So um, so I'm a consultant first. I had a consulting firm. Let me just give you a little bit of the backdrop because a lot of people are, are, some people are jumping in now with the intention to be a YouTube content creator and all that. My story was the reverse. I was a consultant, just helping people buy houses. COVID-19 happened. I could no longer see people in the office. And then I had to start going online. I had already started working with Make Real Estate Real. And you know, it was like, okay, I had services, but everybody needed help, but could not afford to invest in my services. This is real talk. Like this is like 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody, I need help. I need help. They're like, but I can't invest in services. Well, I'm like, this is not a hobby for me. Like this is how I pay my bill. Like this is, this is my business, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I have paid services, but at the time I had nothing for free. I literally started my business March, 2020 as a free resource for the community, for people who could not afford my services. Like literally, I was like, I'm tired of being on the phone. I want to help. So this is going to be my free thing. Either you invest in my services because I'm a consultant, or if you don't have the money investment, your only investment is your time, especially because I knew, and I'm just going, a lot of information about credit out there is trash. I'm just going to say, all right. Mm. So just, and I'm going to say it heavy. That's a whole nother conversation. (laughs) um, And so I started my channel. I'm going to tell you guys something. When I started my channel, this is March, 2020, mind you. Like, it's like I was under a rock. I had no idea YouTube could even be monetized. Mm. Let me say it again. I had no, I, I didn't even know what a tripod was. I remember showing Jamal my very first three videos. This, this is like, I got to find a picture. My very first video, I gave myself a date. This is real talk. I said, I'm going to start my YouTube video on this day. I think it was like March 11th, 2020. And I went to go do my first video on my phone. This is real talk. You know, you know I'm a high eye. So I'm talking, I'm doing my video and it's moving all around, right? Because right. I'm like, yo, y'all, like these frivolous disputes. And, and I was like, it's really shaky. Like I promise you, it took me like four hours. And I was like, I need something to hold my phone. Like real talk. And so I was like, I'm looking around. My very first three videos on YouTube, I ended up, putting two TV trays on top of each other, taking my cell phone, rubber banding it to some books because I gave myself a date. And I made my very first three videos <laughs> with my cell phone, rubber band of books on top of two TV trays. Mm, wow. Stop it, right? So my YouTube ended up being, and mind you, I still kept my very first video on my YouTube just so people can see. Because a lot of people, when they kind of like make it, they like start taking off. I haven't even made it yet, right? But I still left my very first video. It was trash. I just knew, I was like, yeah, you see my video. Right, mm. horrible. So look, y'all had the bad job. I had like my old. It was horrible, right? I didn't. Even, one more thing. This is how this is how naive I was about it, right? I didn't even know to hold your phone this way. I had mm. my phone like this. Real talk. I remember. And mind you, I'm because I know I, I I'm I know you guys by this time, but I'm not a content creator. I'm not a digital. I'm just doing this as a free work because I'm tired of people saying they need help and I couldn't help them. So I I think it was Carl one day or something like that. And I was like, why are my videos like not filling up like the whole screen? And and, and everybody be like on a comment or something. Somebody was like, turn your phone. Mm. I said, what the? Like, what in the world? I mean, we talk about like literally like you. And this is where like you don't know what you don't know. I'm a a, a consultant first. Fast forward. My YouTube was monetized in nine months without me knowing. I didn't know what AdSense mm. was. I didn't know, like, I had started getting, you know, you start getting the emails, right? When you're creative, you yeah, start getting yeah. emails. So I got the email, hook up your AdSense. I'm like, what the spam? Hook up your, I'm still, like, just making videos, just trying to help. When I logged in there and read monetized and I had my, and I hooked up my stuff, my very first check was $5,000. <laughs> oh, this is a Sorry. That needed that needed the air horns. Sorry. Mm-hmm. People have no like I so Eve, so you fast forward to now, like so I started paying attention. But even now, 
no intro, no editing, um, no mic, no. And we'll talk about because I have some equipment now, but I actually, actually haven't started using it. Like I literally just twice a week pour it into the people and literally my YouTube channel is 34,000 subscribers because I know how to read my analytics now. I usually get about a million views per quarter and mm-hmm. I monetized. I get a bunch of affiliate links. I get um, I get podcast requests. I get speaking mm. requests like my YouTube. And then I have in my funnels. How did you hear about me? My number one referral source for my business now, my courses and my consulting is YouTube by far. Wow. And I still post twice a week. Man, that's incredible. Did, did you ever try any other platforms or did you... Did you just stumble upon YouTube like, you know what? I'm going to just try this one. It's the one that I use, right? Like you do what you're comfortable with. So I started like personal development in 2015. That's how I found like, you know, like, you know, that I started doing Zig Ziglar, Bob Proctor, you know, Eric Thomas, you know, um, everybody like um, Tony, like, you know, just, um, you know, I started doing so I do personal development every single day. So I was on YouTube every single day. Plus, mm. I did know that the other platforms didn't like the, sh- the long content. Right. I'm a little wordy. Right. And so I was like, OK, well, let me just put it on YouTube um, because that's where like the longer videos are. And I'm just going to just share. And if I bless somebody, great. And if not, then whatever. But I was like, the, there was so much bad information out there about credit, to be honest with you. It was very like just a lot of bad information. Like I hear some videos and I'd be like, how are you saying it and not getting locked up? So I was like, let me, let me just tell the people how to do it for real. And, and that's all it was. It was because it was bad information on YouTube about credit. And it was because that's the platform that I use the most for like my personal development. That's it. Didn't even know it could be monetized. Like real talk. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so, so what was the moment that you knew, oh, this is working. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, I didn't think this was a thing, but now this is a thing and I got to make this work for my brand and my business. I, I honestly, I think that very first check, like that very okay. first AdSense, like, like <laughs> I, we're going to be real because okay. as a self-employed entrepreneur, right? As a self-employed entrepreneur is like, you need, this is where the business part comes in, right? Because all business has a cycle. So something could be up while something else is down. But it was the thing where I really was helping and impacting. I will also say it was a lot of the comments. Like, if you're going to, in my YouTube now, like, people are like, I bought a house. I bought an event. Like, we, I get big, I'm, I, I try to help people get big money, right? I always say big money. But that really means, like, real estate money, like, you know, those things. So people were like, thank you so much and bless you. Like, um, they were very engaged, I guess, in all the other platforms. It was a platform I'm on the shortest amount of time and by far the most engagement, by far. Mm. Like, it would be days where I would have bad days and people were like, you blessed me so much. How can I contact you? I bought a house. My sister bought, like, and I used to be like, wow, I didn't know people didn't know this information. So I started focusing there and then I started realizing, like, it, it really was like a whole, like, now I'm thinking about like I started cutting down services so I could focus more on just like being can I, now can I be on YouTube three days a week I still haven't gotten to three days a week yet like it's gonna mm. be because of how you can reach the most people and have the most impact to be honest with you and it's free mm. like come on somebody like there's no excuse can we be real for a minute right. when somebody's like I want to buy a house and you're like well do this this and that and they're like you know you're like this is my course this is my consulting this is whatever and they're like I don't have it if you say watch these three videos and you could buy a house. You've taken away all excuses. You can leave yeah. be driving in your car and put out the audio and, and, and do drive time university. So how bad do you want it? Mm. I like that. Drive time mm. university. Yeah, yeah. I might need to sign up to drive time university. I like that. <laughs> drive time university with, with, with Terry. Now, let, let's talk about the actual essence of what you're teaching on, though, right? Because you talked about, hey, there is some bad information out there. So uh, uh, l- let us help you get some big money. So for some of the, say, creatives or entrepreneurs who are listening to you right now, and they're like, business credit? I'm, I, what language is that? G- give us like a starter pack for what an entrepreneur or creative should do to start building and establishing business credit. Yeah, absolutely. So um and, and I would say like, when I would say big money, like I was really talking like, like more, at first it was like so focused towards real estate. Cause I, that's what changed my life, right? Getting my first property and house hacking, all those kinds of things. The business credit part came by accident. It's because I learned mm. how to read my analytics 
And I started to see that my business credit videos were blowing everything out of the water. And I'm like, people really don't know. And so really the very first thing to be honest, a lot of, a lot of businesses, I've had businesses come to me that have been established. They have a name, they have a logo. They're not even incorporated. They're not even incorporated. Like you can't get, first of all, let me just say this. Business credit is not new. We just don't know about it. Like a lot of minorities um, just don't know about it. Like it's a big thing. This is how the big businesses are actually growing. Going. And so it's just about looking good on paper, get incorporated, get your EIN, get a DUNS, get a website, get a phone number, you know, get a, like some of the basic things I teach video, teach people, like literally all of it could be done with like less than $500. Now, you no, know, that's your income tax refund. That was your stimulus check. That was like your bonus at work. Like there's literally no excuse. And the biggest thing is that so many people are have a business. You're mm-hmm. resume writing, you're consulting, you're tutoring, you're doing lashes, you're landscaping. That side hustle can be incorporated and make you six and seven figures, probably more than your actual um, J-O-B, just by you incorporating it and using some business credit. Even like, let me give you an example. Everybody went crazy over the gas prices, right? Oh my God, mm-hmm. gas is so expensive. Gas is so expensive. One of the easiest things to get is business fleet cards. Now, what is that? That is a business gas card, a gas card that is in your business's name, in business credit. It goes to the business credit bureaus and reports so it helps you build more. And more importantly, it also, you're not using your own capital. It's giving you some leeway. It's helping you get other items. And it also gives you a discount on gas. People were saving thousands per year just by getting a gas card that I can get you in 30 days. Wow. So sometimes it's not even, not even about like making, sometimes it's about the money you can save. Just by leveraging what you have. Sometimes that will help you not be paycheck to paycheck. You can get, look, content creators. You can get Amazon. You can get Staples. You can get Office Depot. You can get Best Buy. They all have business accounts. So that is your lights, your camera, your microphone, your, I mean, your laptops. I bought my whole team. My whole team is remote. My whole team is remote. I bought all my whole time iPhones and Macs on business credit shipped to their house. I have seven people on my team, all with business credit. And then guess what? It's all a tax write-off because of legitimate business expense. Zero dollars mm. out of my pocket. Mm. Come on, uh, somebody. Nah, Talk that's, about that's, it. That's, yeah, that's listen, real. Listen, but okay, so, so talk to me about you, you, you brushed over it. You brushed over it. You were like, L-C-E-I-N, done. Like people really want to know, okay, what is my first five steps? Break it all the way down as far as what it is, what's important, what do I do next? Because it's like, we hear about it. We hear about the the LLC. We hear about the, okay, I got that. Now, now do I just go get the fleet card? Do I just, what's, what's all the, can I get the Apple new credit card? How you know what's so popular? Those platinum ones. How do I get a platinum one? You know, like break that down for us, Terry. No, no, no. That's that's good. That's good. Because you know what? And and you know what? This is a teaching moment, right? Because I just assume like certain things are like um certain things are like because information is out there. So this is like yeah. good because I will be like, how don't you? So let me just first say that incorporation part, right? Just having a DBA, just having a logo. Just having a website, it does not mean you're a legitimate business. You must be incorporated because you want all the business credit to actually be in your business's name. It's not that expensive. I recommend incorporate.com or Inkfile, right? You can either do it yourself, hire an attorney, or use a legal or use an online service. I actually recommend like incorporate.com or Inkfile over like a legal Zoom because incorporate.com and Inkfile are actually like legitimate. All they do is small business incorporation across the entire USA, anywhere between $0 and $500. They'll do your articles of incorporation, your EIN, register you with the state. They will do everything for you. Literally, people can, people can well, depending on when this airs, you can listen to this podcast and end the year a legal business. Real talk, mm. right? It, you've done it fast. So you have to do that part. Then you have to get your EIN, whether you have a employees or not. Now, why? Because your EIN to your business is like your social security number to you, right? So you need that to actually get the actual credit because you want to be in your business's name. That's also where the DUNS comes in. Your DUNS is like a, um, like an identifier for your business to say that it's legitimate, right? And it's DUNS is a universal number. You actually need that. Now think about it like your personal, like your social and your date of birth, that's for you. And then your DUNS and your EIN, that's for your business. Now, I just got to say something right here because I forget. 
This is the beauty of it. I, I just want to ask somebody to hear this real quick. You get that it can be a little bit overwhelming and frustrating, right? In the very beginning, because it's new. We're going, I'm just going to say that people don't understand personal credit, let alone business credit, right? But let's say you take a good 30 days, 90 days and learn business credit for one LLC and nonprofits can do it also, right? And you learn how to get, because I teach it, $50,000 in 90 days, right? Could $50,000 help you right now? You mm-hmm. have one LLC that you've learned how to do business credit for. You can have five LLCs. All you do is duplicate it. Mm. Let me let this sit there for a second. You learn how you put one of your businesses, because a lot of us do more than one thing, right? We're like a content creator and we're a coach and we wrote a book and we have, you know, real estate, right? So those are separate things. They should be separate entities, right? And let's say you have three of them, but you just pick one and you build business credit for one. I literally tell people, I don't care if you get a notebook and write down every single thing you did. Build for one so you don't get overwhelmed and confused. Even pay attention to the lenders because now you have a lender relationship. Come on, somebody you can go back to. And you just duplicate it. You learn how to just get $50,000 in 90 days building business credit. Now you do it times three. Hmm. Now, the hack, though, right, is being responsible is that I tell people to put it into something that is income producing. This is the part people miss meaning we're building legacy and wealth, not getting into debt. So you're not, uh, some of these channels, you're not getting business credit and getting red bottom and getting a Rolex and getting a day. What you're doing is maybe you're getting business credit and you're putting a car on Toro and maybe the car note is $1,000 a month. And let's say, you know, you're making $3,000 a month on Toro. So you're able to pay it back and have a surplus and that extra money, you're paying down your student loans. You're putting back into your business. You're actually building. So you're building the business credit, specifically putting into something income producing so you can pay it back, build some more leverage and repeat. Rinse and repeat how many times you want. So- Mm. EIN, all this, um, and then like the website and the phone number and all those things. The reason why you need that is because do you want small money or big money, right? When you actually go into a lender and they're about to give you 10, 20, $30,000, they want to know this is a legitimate business and not just a hobby. So action under for everybody listening. If you're any kind of business, part-time, full-time, whatever, Google your business. Go, see what comes up. Google your business. Real talk. And see what comes up because lenders will. And if nothing comes up but like a Gmail and nothing else, they don't have a website. You don't have a LinkedIn. You don't have a Yelp. You don't have any other digital footprint, which is why YouTube also helps me in that way. Then lenders are like, this is not legitimate business. I'm not about to give you $100,000 unsecured liquid when you're not even investing in your business to have a website and a phone number. So mm-hmm. it's that fundability piece is looking good on paper. Um, helps you kind of do lay the like lay the foundation. Then you get like there's a tier system. So you no, know, this could take forever. But like you know, just get like four accounts in your business's name, um, which will report to the business credit bureaus and give you like a profile and a score. And then you scale up, right? You don't start day number one getting a fifty thousand dollar you know unsecured credit card from Bank of America. Now, some people do. If you already have kind of good personal credit, there's ways to get there's certain lenders that will lend you things right away. But um, they'll look at three things. Personal credit, business credit, revenue. You can have a brand new business, have bad personal credit and have some revenue, which I have daycares, um, hair salons, uh, barbers, um, content creators, coaches who have courses that make like fifty, ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a month as a brand new, uh, brand new creator. And they're able to get sometimes fifty dollars to $100,000 in business credit just like this right away without even building the whole system mm. because they have revenue. Yes, y'all. Yeah. Yes, y'all. I yes. tell you. There you go, people. Man. Yeah, no, that's good. And, and I was going to ask about the, the personal credit, too, because I realized that in the in the credit or the business credit portion of it, they always ask you about your personal information. So uh, I, is that different than the Dunn? What is it called? The Dunn's? The Dunn's, yes. Yeah. So good question, because you want me like, you'll see all these videos out there. Build business. Like, they, 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 they be mad at me, y'all. I don't care. I'm called to do this for a different reason, okay? They be mad at me. You see all these videos, build business credit without your personal. They ask for your social. Don't, don't do it. Oh, just, that, listen, that's why we got you and we don't got the other ones. We don't do no credit, nothing. Mm-hmm. With the nonsense, it's complete nonsense. So what the real deal is, is that you have to think about the time frame we're in too. During post-COVID, kind of, right? What were the PPP loans? What were the economic disaster relief loans? They were all to bail out who? Small business owners. So just by being a business owner, like in this time frame, even, you're high risk. By being a new business, you're high risk, 
right? And so you can get some things, some fleet cards, some vendor accounts, all those things, but everybody wants what? And I'm like, what do you want? Everybody, every like everybody on a $100,000 business line of credit unsecured. I'm like, great. Your credit score is like a 500. You have zero revenue. What do you want me to do with it? Right? Mm. So this is where, at, look, I got stories. So, so, the, so, so the point is that as a new business owner, right, especially if you have no revenue, there's a way where at least if you have good personal credit, decent, I always say 680 and above as a benchmark, 680 and above as a benchmark, we can fast track getting you some money for business credit. But still, this is the thing that people miss, still build the business credit the foundation the right way because you want to be able to eventually stand on its own. It's just that as a new business owner or somebody who's never built business credit before, think about it. The lenders have nothing else to rate, right? Like I really am mm-hmm. a teacher. Like I changed my, I changed all my messaging. Look, content creators. Thank you. Hello. I, hey. cha- I, I used to go, I used to say I help, right? I used to say I help, um, you know, entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs and investors. Now I literally changed my wording everywhere that I teach. I teach, I teach, right? Because that's why I explain it like this because there's so much bad information, but they have nothing else to rate. Think about it. If you have no revenue and you're a brand new business and you have no business credit and you're going to a lender asking for money, in the very beginning, they have nothing else to rate. So even as a soft inquiry, they'll look at who? The business owner. Do you pay your own bills responsibly before I'm about to give your business some money and I have nothing else to rate it on? So it's how risky do you look on paper to the lender? That's the part, the high level that I teach because the part that everybody misses, right? Mm. Like, listen. Mm. <laughs> so yes, you go, well, go. You go, go. Like, you got it. You listen, got it. You have, so this is like, cause you know, y- y'all seen like, listen, can we, can we like, I, can we be real? Like y'all seen, y'all seen, y'all seen on videos, right? No yes. personal social, like, so yeah, you can. Te- this is this is what it is. You can technically get some credit, right? Granger, Uline, Quill. Okay, nobody is building business credit to get like free trash bags, and and like and like and like Lysol and stuff. Like, can we be real? You guys want like the bigger money, so that's right. why having a good personal, but just long term, even it's really about financial literacy, right? Like I joke around a lot because I'm like, you know. It's just how I am, honestly. But it's really about financial literacy, right? You have to learn how to manage $1,000 and $2,000 and $3,000 before he can bless you with $10,000, $20,000, $50,000. It's about being a good steward, right? Mm-hmm. So start build, So they don't teach it. We forgive ourselves what we don't know. But once you know better, you do better. You've been exposed, right? So you start building up the personal and the, the hack, the bigger hack is that business credit can be built so much faster, so much faster. And you can keep on building it and you can duplicate it, right? You only got one social. How many EINs can you have? Mm-hmm. As many as you want. That's a fair question. <laughs> Listen. Mm-hmm. Listen. There you go. Look. But I think, okay. I, I think I moved too quick. I think I moved too quick. No, 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 no. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm, I moved too quick. So I think uh, a lot of us have been in the mindset of, like use your own money, right? Um, using other people's money has been something that just now has started to pop up on a more, I would say, trending side. Everybody starts to be doing this all of a sudden, right? Uh, but for the longest, there was a mindset of like use your own money and things like that. Like, can you talk about, I, I think we we passed even just the benefits Yes. of business credit, right? Because now we're like, when we think of, you mentioned real estate, we think of, yo, I don't have 10K in the in the bank account to get this or 20 or 30 or however much the unit may be. Like, that's a lot of money. And yeah. it's not necessarily like what we're hearing more often is using other people's money. And so what is some of the benefits of business credit and like as especially as creators and and small business owners, we're just not really understanding. Yeah, we don't always have to use our our money, dog. So 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 very good question, and and and, and thank you because you know I get hyped. Like I'll get I'll get no, hyped about it. And so you know y'all see me, and so but the thing I want to say is that. Just so, first of all, yes, everybody's an expert now. Lies and deceit. Okay, so that's one of the reasons why I created my channel because people like watched a couple of videos and read a book, and now they have a great big following because they may be a good at content, good at marketing, and they're not giving 
I'm just going to say, I'm going to say they're not giving ethical information, right? I'd rather you just do it the right way and have it forever than, than, than just believe all the nonsense and then you make some mistakes and then you think it's not for you. Now, I want to be, I want to be clear about this mindset of like, you know, just have cash, just have cash, because this is the part I don't think people realize. Um, I think it was 1991. I think it's 1991 is when FICO scores, credit scores actually came to the credit bureaus. Now, I want you to think about that for a second. 1991. That means our grandparents, our great grandparents, even a lot of our family, a lot of our parents always thought work for 40 years, get money, buy a house in cash. That's what you do, right? Credit is the devil. Don't, don't, don't get that, right? Because that's actually was their time frame. Credit, when you use it the right way, that enables somebody like me, teen mom, foster care, um, group homes, no money, be able to buy a property at 21, making $14 an hour. It's a mathematical equation. So what it really does, it gives you opportunities. It gives you options. It gives you leverage, right? It gives you um, a way to, to not have to use all of your own capital. And honestly, for my entrepreneurs and investors, we're going to be real for a minute. You would rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it because we work Literally, like if you spend, if I spend ten thousand, if I spend five thousand dollars going to uh going to phenomenal life, right? I have to earn that money back. I have just spent it. Like I don't have a paycheck, right? If I could put that on a credit card, um, a business card is zero percent interest for 18 months and make payments, and maybe I have a slow month for my business. Well, now I'm not jeopardizing my mortgage, my car note, my family, right? Because our we have months where we, I've had months myself where I spike up. I'm like, oh my God, like what is going on? God, thank you. I had other months like, is this on? Like, did y'all, did y'all hear me today? Right. 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 Like, we don't be real. Like now it's more fluid, but when you're building it, let's be real. It's not like you're hitting a certain m- number every single month. So it gives you like that actual leeway where you can actually have your own liquid capital in the bank. Put instead of putting a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars into a triplex, put down three point five percent if you're a first time home buyer. Put down twenty five percent if you're a, a if it's a second property, um, an investment property. Keep your own liquid capital in the bank. This way, if there's a problem, an emergency, something else, we won't even have enough time. But I say put it in infinite banking so it's starting to work for you. That's your four hundred one k policy for all our entrepreneurs that don't that don't have a four hundred one k that's going to pay us. It's a whole another conversation, right? And now you don't you, you don't have as much risk. Like it isn't like you no know, one thing can wipe out everything you've done. You have the actual credit. And then when you're using one good thing about business credit is that it increases super quickly. So let me give you an example. Let's say you get a line of credit from a bit from a business credit lender, and you're like, all right, a voluntary system. They approve me for a thousand dollars. Most people are like, I can't do nothing with a thousand dollars. Like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't want it. Like, no, I'm not gonna do anything. It's all about lender relationships, right? Because it's brand new, they're like, put your foot in the door, right? We do it with everything else. Why don't we do it with credit? Just take this and pay it back responsibly. I've seen people get like one to $3,000 in lines of credit and they go to 10,000, 20,000, in like three to six to 12 months. Could, let me, everybody who's listening right now, business owner or not, could an extra $10,000 change your life right now? What would you actually do with that? And I have people saying, oh, my student loan debt. Okay, well, if you have an income-producing ebook course, um, or, you know, Toro business, right? And you have that extra money, you put that into paying down your debt, paying down your principal. Now you're not using what? Your own paycheck. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Like, <laughs> so our parents and grandparents said, do not use credit because honestly, that was their generation. A lot of us, I'll say, I know that my audience, my avatar, thank you deeper than the brand, is, you know, first time entrepreneurs, first time um, investors, first time homeowners, first time college grads, right? A lot of you are the first in your family to break the cycle and even try doing this. So if you really are a one percenter, that means you're thinking a little bit differently. So you're thinking credit to leverage to build wealth, not credit debt. I'm going to go on, you know, girls vacation or get, you know, a Maserati for some pictures. No, we're getting our podcasting equipment to start our podcast and we're going to do it every single day, every single day until it generates affiliates and income on all those things, pay it back. And now I haven't used my own money or my own credit. Man, you you know, Terry, one of the um, I think one of the things that probably a lot of people get caught up in that make it 
from an income producing asset or money that you use to produce other income to something that actually shoots you in the foot and becomes debt, I think it's the interest loop. And correct me if I'm wrong about that. So you spoke to it a little bit, but just to expand on maybe some of the habits, the disciplines that somebody's got to have to stay out of the interest loop where they can use the this money or the business credit to grow their yeah. business and not shoot themselves in the foot and say, dang, like they told me this and, and, and look at me now. So talk, talk about some of those habits and disciplines really to make sure that again, you're maximizing the use of it and not falling short. No, absolutely. And that's good. And one thing I think I said it, um, a lot of business credit cards are, and and I'm going to say it are 0% interest for six to 18 months. I've had people, because you're a, a single member LLC, and maybe you transfer some debt from your personal credit report to like that business credit card at 0% interest. Let's say it's a balance on a car. Let's say it's a balance on a personal loan because you got you had an emergency. Let's say it's um, you know repairs you got done to your house. Now paying it back at 0% interest literally saves you thousands. So business credit, even in general, has higher limits, lower interest, it increases much faster and you can build it faster. Now, what you said is is the point of all of it, right? Is that you have to learn these good wealth habits for your personal, even before you want to transition over to it. Like, you know, do you have credit cards? Are you maxing them out? What are you using it for? You know, it's, you know, well, right now, you know, it's like around the holidays. You know, are you, are you getting it at the register? Get 10% off. If you get, and are you really like, yes, let's go. But you just told me you wanted to buy a house. But you got Macy's, Bloomingdale's, and Target in the last 30 days. What are we doing, guys? So to be honest, like, look, they, maybe they're not going to like me. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I promise you. Like, I was like, that girl was a drag. No, but it's like you have to. Um, so, so you want to pay your bills on time, right? I said something last night. And I don't think people realized it. One late payment. One late payment on your open available credit, on your personal credit. One can drop your credit score up to 100 points and be reported for seven years. Mm, wow. Wow. Let me just let this sit a second, Dang, right? That's crazy. So I like, when I tell you, like I teach, some people are like, your videos are long. That's why my YouTube ended up being monetized. People would like um, start it and they would binge watch, right? Because it was like, I really give everything. Again, thank you. Thank you. Deeper than the brand because I was in my head about getting up, giving too much information. And you guys always, and I'm telling you, like that success principle works. That let me say it again. That success they say give it all because honestly, if you're an expert, you'll never run out of content. I'm like, I got like 15 videos I need to make right now. And I already have like what 600 something, right? So it's like give them everything because then you're genuinely helping, right? You said that was your purpose. You're genuinely helping, you're building community, plus if they get results from the free content. Come on, somebody. Then they're like, how can I get, how can I actually learn more? And so with that, um, with that, with having a late payment, let's say somebody did pass away. You did get laid off. You did all, all those things. Guys, sometimes the minimum payment on your credit cards are like $25. So people get scared and they don't do anything at all. What they don't know is like, guys, pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm going through a financial hardship. I cannot pay this credit card right now. No, can I defer? Can I, can I have a, I'm a hardship for bearance? You'd be surprised. Sometimes they'll put your car note on the back of your loan. And I'm going to give you, hold, look, you want one, one, one other hat. Can I tell you how I had good credit when I was broke, like broke, broke. I mean like wick check broke, put groceries back broke. I mean like, um, like my, my cereal was in the bag. Like it wasn't Cheerios. It was Eerios like that broke. Like, and I still had good credit. Look, come on. You ain't, you can't be my friend if you ain't ever buy no cereal that was in a plastic bag, like not even the box, right? right? Like I don't been, because I've been there is why I'm like responsible here, right? Because you don't want your kids to go back to that. And so when things are really, really bad, I'm going to be real with y'all, right? This is why financial literacy is so important. In your credit report, credit cards, car note, mortgage, personal loan, like just to give you some examples, right? What's not on your credit report? This is some people think, but what, name some bills that are not on your credit report, right? Auto insurance, water, electric, cable, cell phone. I'm going somewhere, right? Like, like I'm going somewhere. So when money would be an issue, I would call my cell phone company. I need a payment arrangement. The water company. I need a payment arrangement. Um, my, uh, well, car insurance don't really pay like that. Um, I would call like, you know, the electric company. I need a payment arrangement. And guess what they would do? Give me a payment arrangement. And guess what I would do with my paycheck? 
pay my car note. Where's my car note? On my credit report. There was a time I think I had a payment arrangement for my cell phone every single month for like a whole year straight. And then I went and bought a house afterwards because the items on my credit report were never late one time. Was I rich? No, I was broke, broke, right? But this is where I just knew what was on my report and what wasn't on my report. When money was an issue, I made sure everything on my report was paid on time, no matter what. And I made mm-hmm. payment arrangements for things that were not on my report. That hack right there will save you your whole life. Look, mm-hmm. on, like, like, can I ask y'all, did, you, did, that, did that ever even occur to you? Mm. No, I, I definitely didn't think about, uh, and I don't know if you're asking the audience or me, but shoot, I'm going to answer real quick, but <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I I never thought about that part that you just said right there. Like for real, if you're prepping up for a big investment, go after the things that are on your credit report versus those that are not. That's a, that's a great tip. It's just, it's only because um, when you work somewhere like a credit bureau, let me just say this, like there's probably less than 12 people in the nation. I'm just, I'm kind of guesstimating. It's probably lower than that, that are in this credit space that actually worked for a credit bureau. And I'm one of them. I'm also board certified and credit score certified. I also am partnered with certain brands that don't play about who they co-sign, right? We've gotten people like really, really, really good results because I actually teach. I only learned all this information from working from the credit bureau. I've been doing it for over 20 years. Let me Mm -hmm. look, look, mic check. Look like Mm -hmm. before YouTube, before Instagram, before before credit repair was a thing, I was updating thousands of reports for people across the nation. So I'm going to say it heavy, hands down, knowledge-wise, am I the biggest brand? No. Am I like uh, uh, the biggest following? No. But knowledge, getting you results, hands down. My people have six and seven figure results in months. And like, I just helped somebody get $450,000 in business credit. She's building four affordable housing houses right now at the same time. She's been building business credit for less than 12 months. Mm. Listen, listen, Linda. (laughs) (laughs) Drop them numbers, man. All right, so so let's let's go here because we can't talk about credit, business credit, all that great stuff without understanding the score, right? All we hear about is the credit score, credit score, seven hundred. You trash if you have under five, like. What is it from a personal side, from a business side, and then what are some tips that will help increase it immediately that people just don't know? Like not not the cliche, what everybody that that yeah. that clickbait stuff that everybody says, but what is some things? I know you're gonna go off on this. That's why I'm 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 setting it up this way. Okay, that's why I'm setting it up this way. All right, not the clickbait vibes. But the actual thing that people could see results in in right now, they do it after they hear this podcast. Boom, their credit is going up within the next 30 days, 90 days, like all that great stuff. That's look, that's the video I just did. So for personal credit, I'm going to say this. I say if you're if you have if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, aspiring entrepreneur, you're trying to transition into business credit. I say your very first benchmark is having a 680, right? 680 and above will kind of unlock more money. But what do you really need for your personal credit to actually get things like a mortgage pre-approval? I tell people to only have a 640. So some of y'all, and honestly, like real talk, I have lenders. We know lenders that will give you a mortgage pre-approval, an FHA mortgage pre-approval, a VA loan, all those things with a 620. A 600 even. Now, do I recommend it? No. But like literally like a 640, I have had people that reach out and they have money in the bank. They have a job. They have a 680 and they'll be like, I'm like, what's your goal? And they'll be like, I want to buy a house. And I'm like, great. I'm going to look at the credit. They're a 670. They have $10,000 in the bank. They have $50,000 in their 401k. Then they've been working at the post office for five years. And I'm like, great. Would you like it today? And they're like, what? I'm like, I'm about to make a phone call. Do you want your mortgage pre-approval today? They're mm. like, what? I've gotten people like, like when they got the phone, here's your house. Like, so Jesus. So, so 640 and above, like it, I just get so 640 and above for personal is a good benchmark, right? That's where at least you're unlocking better financial terms. Like you talked about not having a whole lot of like interest where it's actually like very predatory, right? 680 and above um, when you want to transition into business credit. Now, 
right away for personal credit. Everybody focuses on like collections and charge-offs, collections and charge-offs, and they neglect. They forget to look at their actual like open available credit, your current car note, your current mortgage, your current personal loan, your current credit cards. And they'll let those things be maxed out like your credit cards or they'll have late payments. Your open available credit factors more heavily into your score. So sometimes people are like, I've been, geez, I've been writing this dispute letter template for 12 months. I've been paying Joe Schmo credit repair a hundred dollars a month for 12 months. And this collection's still on there. And meanwhile, the press score hasn't changed and all their credit cards, they say they have two $500 credit cards and they're both maxed out $499 on each card. I'm like, how much money do you have? Well, I could put an extra this and that. Honestly, they're paying it to the credit repair place. And I'm like, pay down your credit card. Forget about the collection for one minute. Pay down your open available credit and they'll pay down their credit card. 30% and under is good. 10% and under is better. And I'll explain. And they'll see like a 30 point increase that they haven't seen in years. 20, 30, 50, 80. I'm like, sometimes they're not even worried about that collection. It's how are you paying your bills right now, right? That's what the lenders want to know. Because let's be honest, people don't go into bankruptcy um, or going to foreclosure because of their credit. They go into bankruptcy and foreclosure because they don't have money. It's income. Mm. So if you're not paying a $25 credit card, come on, somebody, right? A $200 car note, you want somebody to give you a mortgage that's $2,000 a month, and you're late on your car note that's $300. So we have to pay our open available things on time first. So let me explain utilization real quick. $1,000 credit card, right? If you have $500 on there, that's 50% utilization. That's bad. 30% and under is good. 10% and under is better. So that means from a $1,000 credit card, you only want to maybe have $300 on there. If you just focus on lowering utilization on your open available credit, credit cards, lines of credit, that will by far increase your score immediately, like before any other like right and tempting and dispute letters like just can we stop? Can we stop? Can we stop? Can we stop? Can I just say something? Can I just say one thing? Can I just say one thing? Yeah. Can I just say one thing? With a smile. If it was really true that you could get the perfect dispute letter that would delete everything, right? And you could just mail it off. And then everything's deleted from your credit report and you'll have an 800 score. Wouldn't we all have an 800 score by now? Mm. <sighs> mm. <laughs> Speaking truth, people. Speaking I love truth. it. I love it. I love it. Man, Terry, this has been uh, definitely super informative. And honestly, I, I think it's just a, it's just a start. This has piqued my curiosity to be like, hold up. I think I got yep. some stones unturned that I might want to go and just peek underneath yep. to see, all right, how can we maximize some of this stuff? So I definitely appreciate, you know, all of what you shared. But just for me, man, real quick on just the last question. We're going into a new year. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a, a personal development junkie, similar to what you said in the beginning. So give, give me some of your, say, personal habits that you think help you to be most effective, most productive, just like high performer. Terry, what are some of those things that you would be like, hey, if you're going to kill it in 2023, you need to be doing these three, five, two, whatever things to, to make it happen? Yes, absolutely. So, um, so I'll say, you know, you have to cut off distractions. And let me tell you what I mean. I fasted from TV in 2016. I haven't watched TV since. Mm. I have not watched TV since. Now, why? Because I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I still haven't achieved all my goals. I don't have the luxury of just doing a Netflix marathon when, you know, I still have things I want to accomplish. So I spend that time doing what? Reading, podcasts, master classes, you know, coaching, um, going through my bills and my finances. Like literally, we're at the end of the year. If I had to give everybody, you know, a couple of real quick action items, pull your credit report, like on your own, pull it, go to annualcreditreport.com. It's free. Annualcreditreport.com literally is giving a free copy every single week for um, for like the uh, next like six, four months or so. Free copy and look at your actual accounts, not just your score, like what is actually on your report? What's your report? Like know where you are right now and then set some goals. I set goals every single month. I actually, I actually write down my goals every single day. So the beginning of the year, I write down 50 goals. This is real talk. Like I, do I have, oh, I don't have the hands reach. I have a steno pad. I have, I write down 50 goals in the beginning of the year and everything, right? 
family, finance, faith, um, relationships, like just all big audacious ones and, and, and just regular ones. Right. And I write down 50 goals and I write my goals down every single morning. You have to become obsessed with your success. Mm. Like you have to participate in your own rescue. Like you really have to sometimes cut off the distractions and say, this is what I'm going to do and putting a date to it. Like that's smart goals. Like this is what I'm going to do. And this is when I'm going to do it. I'm going to say something. There's a reason why, let's say you want to leave your job or you want to buy a house. There's a reason why we keep that to ourselves. We never tell it. Sometimes we're working on buying a house or leaving our job and we don't tell our family, friends, coworkers why. Because if you tell somebody, I'm about to leave my job in February and, and, and start a business and then you don't, or I'm about to leave my, I'm about to buy a house in March because people, even, sometimes being smart and sometimes being like, they want to help you. They're going to be like, didn't you say you was leaving your job? Didn't you yeah. say that you were about to buy? That's that accountability. Right. Mm-hmm. It's that accountability. So it's like you really want to accomplish some goals. Number one, tell somebody who sometimes it's your haters. They'll hold you accountable. Sometimes they'll be like, I thought you said you was leaving your job. And that would be just enough for you to be like, ah, she ain't going to get me. And Keisha ain't going to be talking mm-hmm. about. Right. And you'll get on it just because. So it's like writing down your goals, putting a date to it, cutting off distractions, reviewing your goals. Often I write them down daily. It keeps me focused. I write them down in the morning. I meditate in the morning. Um, And also. Mm, I'm just going to say it for the financial part and the credit part. I don't take credit, financial or business advice from anybody. I would not trade lifestyles with. Mm. Mm. You got your cousin who just got in foreclosure telling you how to invest in real estate. You got your, 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 your neighbor who car just got repo telling you how to be an entrepreneur. You got, um, your, your, your friend Mike telling you how to be a husband and he's on his fifth divorce. You got like, come on, sometimes it's the source. Hmm. Can we, can, listen. That's good. Listen. And so sometimes we, we have all these people telling you, telling you how to run a business. They never own the business. Hmm. Well, you should, how you know? Listen, this road, hands down, the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And I would do it over and over again because I joke around and I play, but I am a single mother with no family. Uh, and I mean, really like no family. Like my, both my parents are deceased. I was in foster care. I'm unmarried. I have three sons. It did not add like three sons. If I don't build this, if something happened to me tomorrow, what would happen to them? Like real talk, they don't have anybody. Like this for me, it's become a passion because I'm like, it's duplicatable. It's not unique to me. It's literally a system that if you follow it too, you can free your family. So don't say I want an 800 credit score. Say I want to retire my spouse. I want to pay for my parents' house so they don't have to worry about money on a fixed income. I want to uh, help my girlfriend who has cancer pay for her meds. I want to help my cousin get out of foreclosure. Um, I want to send my kids to school without having $100,000 with a student loan debt. Come on, somebody. I want to live in a better neighborhood so my kids can play outside without dodging, um, dodging bullets. Like we have to make it that serious because guess what? My zip code changed and I'm grateful. Come mm. on, somebody. My That's zip good. code changed and I'm grateful because I got three kids that can go outside without dodging bullets. No body bags. I'm going to leave it right there. Yeesh. Hold on. I need the air horn. All right. Uh, my, my, my final question is we're going into the new year. Yes. And I think People don't know what they don't know, right? Mm-hmm. So there's people who have already started their their small business, right? Uh, Creators, personal brands, they're out there, right? But they may be sitting on something, and you can take this however you want, like whether you want it from a business side, from a credit side, however, there's some things that are just, when we start, we're not doing. Like we're forgetting these steps, right? right? So whether it is, what are steps are we forgetting to do when we are starting our business? And we do have the LLC, we do have the oh, EIN, we do have the done, but we don't have whatever is next, right? Look, we don't, uh, we're already a year in and we didn't do this in the six month when we were supposed to do it in the six months. What do you think on top of the year, if yeah. there was three things that we need to go back on yeah. And look at and make sure we complete, right? What do you think that is? Good, good, good. So I would say um, I'm actually not even going to talk the business credit route because guess what? 
a lot of us aren't successful because we don't have clients and customers. Y'all forget mm-hmm. to go back to go do the actual business. Like, I don't care if you have the best course and the best t-shirts and you do the best hair. If you don't have clients and customers, then you don't have a business. Like, well, I'm going to talk real. So it's the S word, right? Nobody wants to do sales. But I, 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 and I don't like the S word either. But this is where it's, if you really believe you're creating value, you really believe you have the best thing. Then one of my mentors said to me, how dare you not share this information? How dare you not impact people? How dare you not get it out there? That's why now... My content creation has quadrupled my business. I am on Instagram every single day, one to three posts. I have stories 24-7. Um, I put my reels, mm, real quick hack. So and mind you, because y'all are content, I follow y'all. So literally because I'm not a content creator, y'all can see my stuff. Y'all see what stuff my admin did and what stuff I did, right? Now, I'll take one piece of content. I'll only make content for YouTube. I'll cut up a piece of that and I'll make it a reel on Instagram. Then I share the reel to my stories, right? So now I have a YouTube video, an Instagram reel, an Instagram story. Then I share that reel to Facebook and I share the video to Facebook. Then I put the reel in my Facebook stories. I go to my business page on Facebook, post the actual video. I go to my Facebook stories and post it. And then I go to YouTube and my reel is a YouTube short and a YouTube story. That's all I do. And it has quadrupled my business. So my point is, are you showing up for your people every single day, whether you feel like it or not? That's that discipline muscle. That's where when I don't feel like it, Nikki's like, your people, (laughs) Nikki, Moose, Carl, Mike, everybody, right? Like, are like your your people. And so I would say, you know, actually work your business like a business. Is it a hobby or not? Like you have to do the things that you don't like to do. That's the discipline. So have a, have some things you're going to do for your business every single day, no matter what. For me, hands down, it's the content creation, getting the information out because I have a service. Um, the second thing is looking at your actual overhead for your business. Like, you know, having, um, having like people think just because you're a content creator, you don't have overhead. Lies. Look, you pay for, look, Ecamm, for um, Zoom, for a web, a web, um, Zoom for my cell phones, for my, um, what do I pay for? I pay for Slack. Like, you know, I have all these overhead. I have a team now. So what is your actual overhead every single month? And what do you actually need to make? Right. Do you actually have a product or service that can make that? I want to make $10,000 a month. Okay. Well, do you have a product that can make you $10,000 a month? Are you a coach that has a thousand dollar program? Well, you only need 10 clients a month. If you have one client a month, well, what did you do to get that one client? Just duplicate that and do it more. That's it. We don't simplify things, right? And then I would say have monthly goals, quarterly goals, and then annual goals for your business. And I mean, I actually do my goals like number-wise per month. How much do I need to make per month to retire my spouse? How much do I need to make per month to pay off my student loan debt? How much do I need to make per month to change my zip code? Like literally that's all I do. Is it $5,000, $10,000? Can I do it part-time? Start my business in the evenings and weekends and on my lunch. I, I knew it was time to leave my job when I made in one day part time my entire eighty hour paycheck. Let me get real quick. I was at the time I was doing clients for five fifty, five fifty a month, and I was only making forty thousand dollars at that job. It was a contract job right after I after I kind of left. Right, I did a client in the morning, a client in the afternoon in my car on my lunch break. I always did a client. You're not seeing me. I'm in my car on my phone. I'm in my office. How can I help you? Right in my car, and then a client in the evening. All three clients paid me $550. That was one day. More than, why I still went to work. My entire 80-hour paycheck after taxes was $1,600. Mm. Mm. I was making... So the logic is, is if you can make money almost your entire... My, pa- my paycheck is how long? 80 hours. I'm making almost my entire paycheck part-time in one day. So that just means if I do more of that activity... I buy back my time. I put back mm. 80 hours of my life. Now, doing it wrong, can I just, can I just say something? Doing it wrong, because I'm not a content creator, you'll have $50,000 days without a marketing team. Mm. <laughs> um, okay, I, okay, I got one more. I got one more. Sorry, I got one more. I got one more. Real quick, real quick, because I forgot about this. Uh, three books, three books that has helped you, uh, I'm going to flip it because normally we put brand, no, we can still stay on that branding and business, right? What three books have you read that has helped you in your branding side or your business side? Yes. So, um, 
Stop trying to act rich. People don't always talk about that. The four-hour um, work week and good to great. Now, I actually had to read the four-hour work week in college, and then I actually read it again. Um, and sometimes I would say this to people, that four-hour work week was crazy. Um, sometimes when you read something, you're not like when you, when you change, it's like even like the disc assessment, when you change and life changes a little bit and you read something again, it hits you a little bit differently, right? Yeah. And so I literally, if you look like, now I've committed to one book per month, because the average million reads like 12, you know, per year. And I yeah. do the audible, right? I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. So I don't watch TV. You can do that while you're doing laundry, while you're doing the dishes, while you're doing like, you know, anything else. And so I just constantly, I even reread the um, Think and Grow Rich because it's been like, uh, um, not Think and Grow Rich, um, First Dad, Poor Dad. Um, I recently reread with my um, with my mentoring group. And even that hit me differently like the next time. Like you hear so much that you didn't hear the first time. The secret also again. And so... Um, I would just say constantly be reading something, even if you just do it like, 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 I don't even care. Like if, if it's like, like if it's not even one of those books, right? Like, like I just read like what was in the middle of Mich one of M Michelle Obama's new book, right? Just be reading some of these autobiographies, like 50 cents, like some of these autobiographies, like are you, like some of these, listen. So I would say just be reading something. If you can just commit to one book per month. And even if you're not a reader, like some of these books are all free, the entire book on YouTube. Like that's yeah. free. You could put it like some of them are like the whole, oh, and then, oh, I don't like to say this one, but the 48 um, laws of power. Mm -hmm. You yeah. gotta be ready for that one. You gotta be ready for that one. You gotta be ready for that one. <laughs> you gotta be ready for that one. Okay. All right. Moose. Man, Man no, honestly, I, I, I already told you, it, this is a, a really uh, dope conversation. And I think very timely too. Like, I'm glad we're bringing you on at this time of the year for people to really get a wake up call and not have the same thing to say next year for why they are where they are. I think this was some great information. Um, just thank you. I don't know that I got anything else. No other questions, man, but definitely appreciate you for joining us. This has been great. Facts. And you, you know how much I love you and super proud, super proud of what you've been doing. The yeah. fact that you've been killing it on YouTube. Like we got to take notes on that. So uh, been super proud of you. And plus, like I said, this was kind of selfish because I was like, <laughs> all right, let me uh, let me learn something. Then, you know, but you made me think of a new idea. I'm like, yo, this this needs to be uh, like a class for like creators, like personal brands, understanding the point of having uh, business credit for maybe their equipment, maybe for the things that they have to do. Studio time, that whole not all of it. Yeah, yeah. We we, we got to talk about it. we got to talk about it. But look, um, tell the people as we close out. Tell the people where they can find you. They yeah. want to know more. What program you have? Because this was this was cute. I but, <laughs> this is cute. But I need I need more. To, I need you to yeah. help me. Do you got a course? Do you got you got a mentorship? Yeah. What do you have? And then. Uh, we normally leave the, the final words for Moose, but since you are here, final words for the people, especially uh, to end the year off. Yeah, okay, absolutely. So Terry Kowser, um, everywhere. So if you go to YouTube, Terry Kowser, free content. I have a free playlist for business credit, free for credit scores, free for credit repair. No excuses. You literally can go there and I've cut those videos out so you can watch just what area you need. So Terry Kowser on YouTube. And then even on Instagram, if you just type in Terry Kowser, you know, I will come up. I have one account. Like I just hit 10K there and I don't even hey. know what I'm doing. My, you know, 10K there. So I'm excited. Um, and so I put a bunch of free content there. So those two places. I have a course a community. Come on, somebody, because yeah. it's the course. And I also do live Q and A's. I do zoom workshops with lenders, no lenders co-sign mm -mm. with lenders. Okay. And, um, and that's for ongoing support because adults learn by repetition. Can we be real? Like you get this course, but you kind of have new situations. So I show up for them all the time. So it's called credit leverage lifestyle. That's my online course. And if you need one-on-one, -on -one, we have jumpstart strategy sessions. You can do it with me. Right. And then now, because I've learned to scale my business, I have board certified credit consultants on my team that I've hand trained. They're certified. You can do a one on one session with them. Super powerful, guys, because what needs to be done for your specific situation? I've had people get massive results super quick because it's like, hey, these videos are great. But how does that translate to my situation? You can speak to somebody who will go through your report literally every 
every single page and we will tell you exactly what to do for your actual credit and your goals. And all you have to do is execute, period. So, um, and all my, everything's on my link tree in one place. Um, so this is a small takeaway, but it's like the realest thing. It really is. You have to learn to invest in you. What I've paid for coaches and mentors and everything, hands down for the, for the paid things have been invaluable. Like real talk, we cannot expect these massive results. And we're like, no, I, I just can't. And I don't want to invest the time. I don't want to invest the energy. I don't want to invest the money. Like you cannot expect to get to this very, very next level. And you don't have some skin in the game. You're not able to sacrifice in a season to get what you want for a lifetime. So it may be, I'm not going on that one girl's trip. I'm not going to you know do this one thing. I'm not getting you know a brand new car, whatever it is in this one season. That delayed gratification, can you sacrifice in a season to get what you want for a lifetime? And can you invest in some information that would change your whole life and actually execute? Hold yourself a value, hold yourself accountable. Hands down, investing in courses, coaches, um, master classes, even going being in the environment, certain events, change that exposure will change your whole entire life. So what I would say to somebody out there listening is, when's the last time you really invested in you? And did it hurt? Not like, oh, I have $500 in the bank. I can like, no. Did were you did you give up something to actually invest in your legacy, your lifestyle? Because when you start doing that, your life will change. 